0: In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, please be seated. Well, we thank all of you for coming out of your hibernation and to come to church to get the blood flowing again as we have all been cooped up like those chickens in the coop for the last few days. We come exhausted after watching so much news on TV and being so worried and full of anxiety. We come together this morning kind of trying to get, the, get moving, to get the fl- blood flowing through our veins and, and our, the, the beautiful song in our voices. We come together to give thanks to God for all the blessings He's given to us. We look back at our lives and we see how God is always with us and the Lord is there to strengthen us. And there's a people we hold a common thread with people from all throughout the world, in fact, people all throughout the ages, that there's a sense of panic that comes to us in times of uh, of, uh, when we feel threatened, when we feel uh, powers that seem beyond our control, there seems to be a, a sense of panic that sets into us and a sense of doubt that sometimes can can take root in our hearts when we think maybe God's not going to watch over me. Maybe the Lord won't see me through this. It's a common sense of panic. Our first reading that Bishop Brown read for us so beautifully was from the book of Deuteronomy. And it speaks, it's from the 30th chapter of Deuteronomy, the fifth book in the Bible. And this whole section of the Bible is it remembers. It goes all the way back to the call of Abraham and then we remember that in Exodus that when the people of Israel were slaves in Egypt how they cried out to God and the Lord sent Moses to them to lead them through out of slavery into the promised land but that journey was one that was very difficult it was filled with a lot of anxiety and a lot of panic on the people of God whenever they felt that they were vulnerable, they would panic. And we would see in the scriptures time and time again how God would deliver them and could see them through. And they were always pointed back to trust in God. Now we see this in the book of Genesis. We see it in the book of Exodus. We see it in the third book of Leviticus and the fourth book of Numbers. And now in the fifth book of Deuteronomy. As the people are journeying to the promised land, they continue to doubt and to panic. And so this beautiful passage is given to us from Deuteronomy where it says, where is the blessings that come from God? Are they locked up into heaven that we look up and say, who's going to climb up to heaven to get them? Are all those blessings on the other side of the sea that we look and we say, who's going to cross over the sea to bring us those blessings? And the prophet says and the scriptures, give us the reminder, no, it's not locked in heaven or across the sea. The blessings and grace of God is on our, in our mouth and in our hearts. It's within us. That God loves us and will not leave us It's a powerful reminder that the people of Israel are given before they pass to the promised land. Now we know that this truth was given to them, but that it's been a struggle all the way through the scriptures. As we read the Bible from cover to cover, we see that people continue to have problems. Whenever they have hardships, they panic and question and doubt. So we look at our second reading today from Paul's given to the early church of Colossia. And we look and we see that as he speaks to them, he reminds them of a wonderful truth that he says, look how the word of God has taken root in you and how the work of God is bearing fruit. Paul calls the church to say, look and see what the spirit of love can do. Whenever you find hardship, whenever you find panic, look and see the acts of love. Reflect back from the very beginning and see that God has been with you and the Lord has strengthened you and blessed you and pulled you through, he says, to this early church. And he says, it has been true from the time that you first heard it to the time that you comprehended God's grace. Isn't that a beautiful line for us? meditate on, to comprehend, to fully comprehend God's grace, to understand that God's love is upon us in our good times and in our difficult times, in our moments of joy, and our moments of great struggle, that the presence of God, the Spirit of God is with us and will see us through. It's a powerful reminder that we know that our Lord Jesus embodied Jesus lived that message, and if you read the Gospels all the way through, you see that Jesus taught everyone to continue to know the Father's love, to know that God's love is so much greater than we understand, and that if we continue to meditate on how powerful God loves us, how the one who created us and called us into being continues to sustain us by the Spirit It never leaves us orphans. And so as he speaks to the man that comes forward, the lawyer, and he says, you know, what must I do to inherit eternal life? And Jesus just says, well, what do you read in the scriptures? And he says, well, to love God with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength and with all my heart, and to love my neighbors as myself. And Jesus says, you got it. Just do that. If you do that, don't over-complicate it. Understand that it's about understanding that God loves us and will never abandon us. And God calls us to bring that love and share it with one another. And he keeps asking Jesus, and Jesus tells that wonderful story of the Good Samaritan that we know well. Now, we have all witnessed the power of some Good Samaritans. I don't know if you drove past our church during this storm but we had some, a beautiful barricade that was put up in the front of our front doors and our side doors and even our school side doors. There were some wonderful sandbags that the Parker family got, went together, crossed the river to get, and filled those sandbags, and they brought them back, and they put them lovingly around the church doors so if the water came up, that our church would be protected. Those were our Good Samaritans, taking care of the house of God. And we thank y'all for doing that. And we've seen many witnesses of that during the storm. Think of how many people that you reached out to and spoke and said, are you okay? If you need something, call me, let me know. Perry was, gave a great example of going to the grocery store and the store was filled with people And there were a lot of people who were elderly and were having a hard time, and everybody was grabbing the buggies before them. And Barry sat there and went and fetched a few buggies and gave it to some people who needed the buggies so they could go into the store to get their groceries. A small act that meant a lot to those people. And we look and we see how many good Samaritans we had. That we had people that were not just walking past, but people that called and said, how are you doing? Who reached out? We look at the Good Samaritans. I got to give it to our city. Were you impressed with our mayor and her staff? They did a great job. Our governor did a great job calling and everyone to to share responsibility. Our mayor challenged everybody to say, come on, people, get out and clean your storm drains. And for the first time, I got to say that in my street of Bank Street, the, the storm drains never seemed cleaner because the marriage challenges us all to take care of one another and help prepare for the storm. His readings tell us about an important lesson in life. In life, we will always have storms. In life, we will always have challenges. It may be illness, it may be financial. And may be uh, challenges in relationships, and maybe challenges with where we feel that we're being taken advantage of by others. We all have those challenges, and there's a sense that we want to get defensive. There's a sense we want to panic. And what the scriptures today say to us and remind us is, "Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that the love of God is upon us. And when we comprehend that, the only natural thing to do is to reach out to others and to share that love. May God bless our sandbaggers, and may He bless all those who have helped us along the way. And May we, may we be reminded of the Lord's goodness and fidelity. Amen.